0: is WWTC Minneapolis-St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
1: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Heavy rainfall has triggered landslides on a southern Italian island, toppling buildings and leaving dozens of people missing.
2: Videos showed wrecked cars wedged in mud as heavy rain poured down. The Coast Guard posted a video of buses and other debris floating in the sea. On land, rescue workers trudged through the thick mud. The cleanup continued as residents shoveled away mud from their doorsteps. The news agency Ansa reported that at least 10 buildings had collapsed. Reinforcements were being sent from nearby Naples. But we're encountering difficulties in reaching the island, either by motorboat or helicopter, due to the weather. I'm Karen Chamas. Polls are open in Georgia today. Early voting underway for the Senate runoff election in more than 20 Georgia counties. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger Herschel Walker are vying for the nation's last contested Senate
1: seat.
0: This is SRN News. Mark Levin sees the truth. But the Democrats are deniers.
3: They deny that there's inflation. They deny that gas prices are through the roof. They deny that the border's wide open. They deny that fentanyl's pouring over the border.
1: They deny that we need the police to police in order to protect our neighborhood. They deny that crime's going through the roof.
0: They're deniers, all right. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
2: Inside your 1 o'clock hour here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Sunny with a high near 52 today. Tonight, increasing clouds to the low of 31. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back, and we're looking to pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. You can enter win once a day between now and December 21st at am1280thepatriot.com. That's am1280thepatriot.com.
0: Portions
4: of this program may have been pre recorded.
1: Welcome back to Twin Cities End World it's the wind beneath the right wing the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue, the Northern Alliance radio network my name is Mitch Berg, my blog shot in the dark.info going on its 21st anniversary of dominating Twin Cities' mid-level blogs this is, of course the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance radio network 18 and a half years heading for 19 years of dominating all Twin Cities media along with my colleagues Jack, uh, Jack Carlson Jack Carlson, Jack Tomzak, the new guy coming up at three o'clock uh, Brad. Carlson, uh, the closer edition tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot, and King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network, dominating all Twin Cities media, print, TV, video, podcast, all of them. We were there first. We were there best. We still crush all that comes before us here. Uh, How y'all doing today? Beautiful day. Uh, Thanksgiving, of course, just a couple days ago. One of my favorite times of the year, for reasons I'll explain, in the second hour of the show, Where. I'm going to talk about something that that Dennis Prager had a great subject on this past week, and and Ben Shapiro uh, also had a wonderful hour on the subject of gratitude. I'm going to do the same because it's something I've been spending a lot of time thinking about with some help from Dennis Prager and Ben Shapiro, Uh, but also on my own, some stuff digging back through my own personal history. And I I think it's actually worth listening to. Also, it's an hour I can record for future use. (laughs) At any rate, before we get to that, one thirty. We're going to be talking with Brian Strasser of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. We uh, law-abiding gun owners, we Second Amendment advocates, we people who support all civil liberties, all ten amendments of the Bill of Rights, plus all of the stuff before the Bill of Rights, uh, are faced with a conundrum, kind of a good news, bad news situation. There is a pattern uh, among gun owners that we we do fight great defense were like Confederate General Johnston, one of the best, or Braxton Bragg, actually, one of the best defensive generals in history, just couldn't attack uh, to save his life. And gun owners are like that, too. When we have all the advantages, when everything is is lined up in our favor, we kind of eh, we all stay home, it's fine, we'll be good, we'll get that next year. Uh, when everything is lined up against us here, uh, then we come into our own. Well, that's the good news, is uh, we're very good at that. The bad news is... It's bad right now. It's as bad as it's been uh, on the legislative level at, here in Minnesota. Uh, we'll talk about that with Brian Strasser of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus after the bottom of the hour here. And, by the way, also on a nationwide level, there's a good news, bad news situation there as well. Nationally speaking, uh, bad news is President Biden has finally put away the the BS and said they are, in fact, coming for your guns. They're coming, there's, uh, there's no reason to have semi-automatic weapons, the president says. Echoing, by the way, what he said on his campaign website. He, he said this two years ago, before the election, throughout his entire campaign, right there. On his website, he wanted to ban semi-automatic weapons, which are, by the way, roughly two-thirds of all the firearms in the United States. It was all right there. So when your progressive friends would condescendingly coo to you, nobody's coming for your guns, as they are wont to do, it was all right there, and now it's all right there in public. So when, not if, but when, they coo to you, nobody's coming for your guns, no need to be paranoid, it's all right there. And we'll be talking with Brian Strasser about the challenge facing all of us civil liberties advocates uh, this coming legislative session, this coming congressional session, and in the future going forward, and the dire need we have to not only play better offense, but to get in a position where we can do it, whatever that takes. (laughs) So close, but yet so far. Anyway. Uh, one of my favorite songs, one that pops up often as a bumper on this broadcast, is a song by by the classic New Zealand band Split Ends from 1980. I think it was like 20 years ago, 1980. And it's the song is called "History Never Repeats," and in, in a sense, it's right. History doesn't repeat, but it does have a bit of a groove. I I and and I, I point this out by saying that there are some things I've noticed in society that that i mean i'm getting to the age where i can remember uh, this sort of feeling of deja vu the idea that i've been someplace before that that i've experienced things before or that i've heard about people who've experienced things before that that when i was younger may have seemed like one-off occurrences and, and yet uh, as we as we move forward through time it turns out they're not for example here, here's a a piece by uh Ben Shapiro, noted conservative uh, uh, talk show host and conservative, uh, what's a good word for him, Provoc- I think He's not a provocateur. He's just somebody who puts his opinion out there and seems to provoke people. And you, I'm just going to read this piece by Ben Shapiro I, and, and see if you, it rings a bell for you. Quote, we're not going to let the political philosophy of the Democratic Party be dictated from the Kremlin, said Ben Shapiro, you can be a liberal without being a communist and you can be a progressive without being a communist sympathizer. And we're we're a liberal progressive bunch out here. We're not going to let this left wing communist ideology uh, be the prevailing force because the people of this country won't accept it. And what's more, it's wrong. Uh, By the way, uh, Republicans uh, for the Senate race had noted that the uh, various plans for, for aid to those in need. Uh, charged it quote, if if American policy had been decided by the vote of the the senior senator from Minnesota, for example, we might be negotiating with the communists right now in London instead of Berlin. That uh, referring, of course, to Amy Klobuchar. By the way, Ben Shapiro went on to say, "Quote, whatever the motivation." Uh, Shap- by this is an article about Ben Shapiro. Shapiro is now in the front line of an increasingly bitter civil war uh, among uh, classical liberal thought. Many young activists, drawn into politics and the party by the struggle uh, for woke politics, were did uh, at progressive politics were bitterly opposed uh, to the to uh, to to any conciliation known as uh, the woke left, as distinct from the old left. Uh, their opposition escalated uh, whenever uh, wherever Ben Shapiro went, he was met with abuse uh, at Stanford. For example, demonstrators mobbed his car screaming, war criminal, murderer, uh, unwoke, burn, baby, burn. Several tried to break through the police cordon, and cans of urine were hurled at Ben Shapiro. Uh, by the way, Shapiro had little affinity for the student radicals, uh, recalling his time as a student in, uh, years ago. He said, I-, I didn't have much time to join a protest movement. I was concerned about being able to earn enough to eat. He compared the protesters' foul language and physical violence to Hitler Youth breaking up meetings in Germany, uh, referring to the battle with the communists uh, of the far left. He told reporters, I fought them then, and I'm going to fight them now. And it all sounds like it's ripped from today's headlines. It sounds like what Ben Shapiro just said, it was just written about Ben Shapiro, uh, w- could be ripped from this past year or two. Except that this was a piece written by John Phelan, in the uh, Center of the American Experiment, about Hubert Humphrey, about Hubert Humphrey's treatment by the far left uh, 55 years ago. And all the references, by the way, to Amy Klobuchar, no, those were references to Hubert H. Humphrey, one of the godfathers of the Minnesota DFL, the godfather of the Minnesota DFL who... Whatever you hear, by the way, Democrats say Ronald Reagan actually could not run as a Republican today, you you, you need to turn around him and say, not only would John, first of all, Ronald Reagan's rhetoric fit in perfectly with the Tea Party. You listen to his time for choosing speech that would fit in perfectly with an actual Tea Party member, not the grifters, the real Tea Party. And. On the other hand, not only would John F. Kennedy uh, be be thrown out of a DFL convention today, so would Hubert Humphrey. (laughs) Hubert Humphrey had the great temerity in 1946, I believe it was, 46 or 48, to lead an insurgency that, threw the Stalinists, out of the newly merged DFL party. Bear in mind, the Democratic Farmer Labor Party was merged from the Democratic Party and the Farmer Labor Party, which was your Iron Range socialists who actually had legitimate, honest to Pete, Stalinists in their ranks. Hubert Humphrey purged them from the DFL and made them something of a mainstream party from the late 1940s till till Keith Ellison became a standard bearer for the party. And This is something for which Hubert Humphrey, the happy warrior of Minnesota liberalism, you could say moderate progressivism with a straight face, he would get thrown out of of office by the scruff of his neck by the DFL today. And, And the examples I showed you there. These were examples of people who were no different that, quote, anti, end quote, fa. Fifty-four years ago at the Democrat convention in Chicago. People who bub rushed not Ben Shapiro, not George W. Bush, not Donald Trump, but Hubert Humphrey. Fifty-four years ago. I say this because... Again, history never repeats, but it has a groove. For example, there's an example I found in reading further about Hubert Humphrey uh, about a Democrat, a prominent progressive Democrat referring to a Republican as, quote, a tool of the fascists, uh, saying, uh, and and by the way, saying that when big, this Democrat, saying that when bigots, Profiteers and the like get control of the country. They select a front man to rule, and that front man is going to be a dictator. This Democrat told an audience in ultra-leftist Chicago, a Republican victory will threaten U.S. liberty. This, This prominent Democrat said the Republican Party threatened liberty and democracy itself in America. Now, who was that prominent Democrat? Was it Joe Biden speaking in front of his Lenny Riefenstahl-derived stage last September? No, no, no. Well, yeah, it was. Was it John Kerry in 2004? Was it George McGovern in 1972? Well, yeah, yes to all of the above. But above and beyond all that, all of those quotes came from the New York Times in 1948. Harry S. Truman, by the way, the vice president for the most author- second most authoritarian president in American history, uh, said all that about John Dewey. Uh, history has a groove. More about that when we come back. Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: Sightseeing in Paris at the mall in Bloomington or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113, that's 800
2: are you certain that your forever after is taken care of with your retirement plan? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing how to build confidence in and remain confident in retirement. After all, peace of mind in retirement will make your golden years much more enjoyable. Alan Mike will share with you five ways to remain confident in retirement. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon on Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them right now with your questions at 855 231 6010. Congratulations! You've won $50 off an individual corporate headshot session with Jana Noonan Photography just for listening to The Patriot right now. Jan is a seasoned pro, sought after by executives and top companies in the Twin Cities for over 25 years. That's because she knows how to bring out your best side, your personality. To claim your $50 discount on an on-location headshot session, contact Jana, N-O-O-N-A-N Photography.com today and mention AM 1280 The Patriot. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind.
0: Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call. Hey, don't forget the Christmas Mortgage miracle's back, and we're looking to pay your mortgage or rent, if applicable, for the whole next year. You can enter once a day to, uh, between now and December 21st, so basically another four weeks, at am1280thepatriot.com. Be sure to check in every single day at the Freedom Fan Club page for a chance to score bonus entries, because you can never stack the deck enough. That's the Democrat voting motto. So go to am1280thepatriot.com. Get in for your chance to get, well, all that money put back in your pocket. Hack it where you want. So you could pick your cause and then go. Exactly like that. Why, yes, I did work at music radio once upon a time. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join us. I would love to have you do that. By the way, uh, Brian Strasser from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus coming up in a bit here to talk about the Normally, I would say challenges and opportunities facing us in the upcoming legislative session and uh, facing Second Amendment advocates nationwide. Let's just say the opportunity is to resist the challenge, to overcome the challenge, and move on to hopefully better times two years out here right now. We we are right now. Uh, there are upsides to being a gun owner right now. That We have done wonders in winning the culture war, broadly speaking. Unfortunately, the culture war and the political war in Minnesota for anybody uh, in a remotely conservative uh, cause are not remotely synchronous at this point. So uh, stay tuned for that. I I talked about the, the last segment about how history has a groove, how big left has been sending its goons after those it disagrees with and calling those that disagrees with the most vile imprecation in uh, inf- imprecations in Western civilization, Nazi, dictator, tyrant, you know, all the things that we have spent our entire uh, history fighting against. Uh, it's not a new thing, literally. Harry S. Truman was referring to John Dewey as a Nazi 74 years ago. In the in the 1948 presidential elections, this this is Joe Biden standing in front of an SS themed set is nothing new for Democrats. This is old hat. Uh, and, and it's one of a series of, of patterns to history's groove, if you will, that I have been noting for the entire time of my blog. A, a series of bits of pieces of what started as parody that turned out to be actual ironclad truths about progressive human behavior called Berg's Law. There are currently 24 such laws, and I could have sworn I codified the 25th. Uh, Berg's 25th Law. Of course, the most famous law is Berg's 7th Law, which really actually may be most applicable to this coming bit here. The 7th the Law is Democrats, whenever they attack a a, a conservative's uh, patriotism, uh, not just patriotism, but but compassion, love for fellow human beings, fairness, uh, or even even-handed uh, uh, appreciation for equality, they're projecting at, at worst. Uh, they're projecting their own behavior onto onto conservatives. And by the way, this is straight out of uh, Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. I I didn't know that when I originally wrote Berg's Seventh Law. And in fact, uh, one of the I think this may wind up being a corollary to Berg's Seventh Law, and and that is this. The fastest way for a, quote, conservative, end quote, or Republican of any stripe to become famous beyond their wildest dreams, to to get wall-to-wall, drooling media coverage, is to be crazy. Because if you're a crazy Republican or a crazy person who can be, however torturously aligned in the the consumer's mind with the left— That is the fastest way to get all the media coverage in the world. And and by example, from a few years ago, there was a Republican who ran in a district in Illinois that rarely had even Republican candidates. It was the Illinois equivalent of St. Paul, where you're lucky to get a Republican to turn up on the ballot at all. Yeah, this is a nutcase who was an avowed neo-Nazi who got himself on the ballot as a Republican. And against no competition. I mean, basically, he had to show up at the meeting and n- nominate himself and got uh, got endorsed by himself, essentially. And that made him briefly, at least, an official candidate until the Illinois Republican Party excised him from the ballot using uh, some of the bylaws that were available to them. But before they did that, listening to the national media, you would have thought that this lone kook... Spoke for all Republicans nationwide. Again, the fastest way to get all the media attention that the media can supply for you is to be a, a someone who, however tenuously, can be connected to the Republican Party who believes something crazy, stupid, and depraved. Now, that brings us to the hottest story in American conservatism today, at least as told to us by the lefty media, and that is Donald Trump's dinner with Kanye, Yeezy, Ye West, and Nick Fuentes. You say, who? Well, I'm talking about Kanye West, of course. A, a great rapper, and yes, there is such a thing as great rap, uh, but a completely demented person. A, a person with some brilliant ideas who is also completely nuts, self-admittedly. That's not the most compassionate way to put it. I'm sorry. He struggles with mental health. He's admitted as much in the past. He is a loose cannon, as is perhaps Donald Trump himself. He posted yesterday that he was having dinner with his proposed vice presidential candidate, former President Trump. That's another whole story. And the idea that he was taking with him for dinner a fellow named Nick Fuentes. Now, if you're like me, or like our friend David Strom at uh, hotair.com himself a perspicacious person and last week i believe actually a guest on this show you go nick who well nick fuentes he is uh, as as explained by john sexton at hotair.com uh he is a uh, a, a fellow who is the uh, the leader of a group called america first he's an avowed white nationalist a holocaust denier and by the way, uh, as posted on tw- uh, Twitter by uh, by Benny Johnson from Breitbart News, uh, he he says he's he's got a tr- long track record of saying things that pretty much every human of all Republican par- uh, of all parties, whatever their partisan affiliation regard as fairly obnoxious, uh, toxic, miasmic stuff. He was endorsed by Richard Spencer. Uh, who was one of the godfathers of the racist, anti-Western, anti-Christian alt-right. He was upset when Trump disavowed white supremacy after Charlottesville. By the way, uh, for those who think Donald Trump endorsed Nazis after the Charlottesville riot, no, he specifically did not, which got this Nick Fuentes upset uh he uh was he was oh he's he's pro segregation he's anti women's suffrage he is uh oh he denies that the holocaust ever happened he is in short a complete creation of social media he's a troll i mean that he, he is essentially a person who has built himself a career by being contra to all things that that normal people consider good right decent logical provable common common sense and and common belief uh, he's and, and he's he's got a point i mean going out there and flying in the face of things that hold pretty much everyone in the world regardless of politics anyone who who follows, for example, a modestly orthodox version of the Christian faith considers normal and good, uh, is going to get attention. He's a troll. Nick Fuentes is a troll. He may or may not believe any of the things he says about how women shouldn't have the right to vote, about how we should still have segregation in this country, how the Holocaust didn't happen. He, He may well believe any of these things, and he may not, but he knows that his road to fame is paved by the phenomenon that Berg's 25th law actually spells out. The fastest way for anyone who can be associated, however tortuously with the right to become famous, to get all the media attention they need, is to, to say something absurd, something crazy, something distasteful or repugnant, because the media will beat a path to for the entire world to your door. Nick Fuentes... To put not too fine a point on it, is a alt-right version of Aaron Rupar, former uh, Twin Cities City Pages writer, alumnus of Forest Lake High School, and writer for Vox.com, who essentially does the same thing from the left. I mean, says provocative things on social media, gets people to hate him, and thus develops a social media profile and the the cult that builds up around being notorious. I mean, Nick Fuentes, you watch the guy, he's clearly a chucklehead, clearly somebody that people of all political persuasions would like to beat with a sledgehammer. But... Because of this particular media meme that I've codified in Berg's, what may become Berg's uh, 25th law, suddenly he represents all Republican thought to, at least on social media, at least to certain outspoken Democrat themselves trolls, at least for today, to which anybody with a thoughtful streak in their in their mind when encountering this in social media and by the way, if you're involved in social media, you will encounter it this weekend you need to respond, Nick Fuentes represents all Republicans in exactly the same way as Louis Farrakhan represents all Democrats you can't have one without the other Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot, go nowhere, we'll be right back
5: And I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors.
4: That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought That goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center.
5: RwC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RwC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life.
4: Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life.
5: Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life.
4: Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org.
3: Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shacks Patriot Burger,
0: other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hittner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue Be careful.
3: Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger.
0: That's the Rack
1: Shack Barbecue at rackshackbarbecue.com. Get
0: that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. yeah. Pro-Life Across America. The people.
2: It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marion Koharski, director of Pro-Life Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org.
6: Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep. We all started small. Pro-Life Across
1: M1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network.
0: Hey,
1: winter in Minnesota, yeah, I mean, if you're from North Dakota, you've seen worse. But for the rest of you, you can escape uh, Minnesota's winter chill and kick back in the sunshine of Barbados. We're giving away a seven-day, six-night stay at the Crane Resort in Barbados. Boy, Bio and Eric, the travel guy, are providing this incredible getaway to you and a guest. You can register on the daily every day between now and January 31st for your chance to win this sunny vacation. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Get in there. So. guest Uh, happens to be timely with that as well here uh it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show brian strasser from the minnesota gun owners caucus brian welcome back to the narn today
4: Miss. Thanks
1: for having me. Absolutely. So there's a good news, bad news situation going on right now. Uh, the good news is gun owners and Second Amendment advocates are the best in the business at playing defense. We are the best when backed up against the wall. Bad news is <laughs> we're backed up against the wall here again here in Minnesota, Brian Strasser. Uh, so just break down as the, the leader of Minnesota's largest and most reputable uh, gun rights organization, Break down how you see the situation uh, that we're facing right now here in Minnesota for Second Amendment advocates.
4: Yeah, so let's let's take it top to bottom. Federally, we're in pretty good shape, uh, despite the Democrats' looks like they're going to hold the U.S. Senate, and, of course, they have the presidency. But Republicans have a majority in the House of Representatives, so we're not going to see any federal gun control legislation get through at least for the next two years. It's a different story in Minnesota because we're facing a DFL Uh, trifecta here with four more years of F-rated Tim Waltz. We've got uh, the DFL holding the House by four seats, I believe, and they've got the Senate by one. So we could be in for a rough
1: ride. We could. And, and when, we, when we look at the last time we were in a situation like this, I mean, gun owners have been in rough situations in Minnesota before, the last time being 2013, uh, where we held up fairly well. But, but uh, times have changed a bit over the last nine years. Uh, going on 10 years here right now, Brian Strasser, how is the situation we face right now not analogous to the last time the DFL had the trifecta here in Minnesota?
4: Yeah, it's a different DFL now than what we saw in 2013. And in 2013, in both the Senate and the House here in in the Minnesota legislature, we had a lot of conservative DFLers that were A-rated, you know, pro-gun rights folks like David Dill. We had uh, David Tomasoni, We had Tom Bach. We had a bunch of different representatives and senators that held the line against gun control. I mean, they held the line against Joe Biden as vice president calling and trying to twist arms of people to get a bill through committee, yeah. which that didn't even happen. Right. I mean, they, they tried everything. Um, it's different now. Uh, this, this DFL majority, they ran on gun control. Yep, They ran on, you know, using their words, banning military style assault weapons. Um, but I, I don't think it's, it's not a dire situation. Do we have our backs against the wall? Yes. Do I think that, we're we're likely to lose votes in the house yes the senate though is a different story the senate we've got dfo representatives from up on uh up up north in greater minnesota that i don't think are going to buy the metro gun control story at all uh, when it comes to a vote
1: yeah so let's we'll come back to that i'd like to come back to the minnesota situation a bit here but let's let's uh, talk about the federal situation right now as you say uh the 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 uh the the house of representatives is likely to hold the line against whatever the democrats pull out and and perhaps maybe that's with that in mind that the df uh, the democrats nationwide Decide to finally take off uh, the purported gloves and follow through on Joe Biden's campaign promise to get rid of, quote, semi automatic guns, which was on his campaign site in the 2020 election. Uh, so, at, th- at the very least, uh, the good news of this situation is Democrats can finally stop condescendingly cooing. You're just being paranoid. Nobody's coming for your guns. Why, yes, they are. They're coming for your guns, Brian Strauss, or at least they're saying they want to uh, r- right now. Are they doing this because. Because they know they can't go anywhere, and when you're in a minority, or at least you can't win on an issue, it, it pays to be an absolutist on an issue like this if you're a Democrat in America today, Brian Strasser?
4: I mean, they've certainly fundraised off this issue since 1994 when they passed the last, you know, air quote, assault weapons ban here. <laughs> um, you know, there's it's a lame duck situation in Congress right now, right? The Republicans don't take control of the House on January 1st. The president just uh, on Thanksgiving morning uh, was in Delaware and said, you know, the idea, and I'm quoting him here, that we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick.
0: It's right. It has
4: no social redeeming value. Uh, there's nothing – there's not a single solitary rationale for it except profit for the gun manufacturers. I mean, that's, that's just bogus.
1: Right it it is and and of course we can go on on that uh and i hope to go on uh that. by the way if you if you disagree by the way with with Brian and myself on this issue uh, feel free to give us a call at 651-289-4488 uh pinky swear you go on the air before anyone else here that's that's the way we do it here at AM 1280 uh so so basically you're seeing this as largely a fundraising issue to try and give the the lame duck uh the the, the lame duck uh, biden congress something to uh to fundraise on at this point then
4: yeah i mean at this point uh the house the federal house did pass a, a ban on you know so-called assault weapons yep. earlier this year the senate hasn't done anything with it and they, and they simply don't have the votes in the senate i don't think they have the votes in their own caucus to pass this in the united states senate Fair so enough. it is it's a fundraising tool for them right now
1: so uh, thinking ahead here to 2024, do you see uh, the, the Second Amendment uh, on both sides being a key pivotal issue as we head towards 2024? I mean, how uh, you you have your ear tuned to the way the national Second Amendment movement, the, the GOA and the Second Amendment Foundation are are thinking are any idea that uh, that the Second Amendment could actually be for the right, what abortion was or something close to what abortion was for the left in this past election?
4: Well, I mean, I I think the Second Amendment's been a rallying cry for the right and for liberty-loving folks on both sides of the aisle for some time. I think, um, you know, the exit polling in this year's election showed it's much more of a motivating factor for Republicans than it is for Democrats. Democrats are far more motivated by abortion and other issues that, you know, were on the ballot from their standpoint. Um, but I, I do think the Second Amendment is something that unites the, it unites the right. It unites conservatives and libertarians, and it, it unites conservative Democrats um, when all things are, are equal.
1: So, uh, and of course, the big challenge we have is to get all things back to equal here at this point, which is the the the, the issue we face here in Minnesota right now. It was it was a rough election for gun owners in Minnesota. Uh, granted, it was nowhere near the top issue for Democrats or Republicans this time around here. As you say, there is there is room for hope here but uh, in terms of delaying or stalling the the DFL in the legislature here. But uh, the big question, Brian Strasser, is, is, tactically speaking, what is it that gun owners have to do over this next two sessions, uh, with another one starting here shortly, uh, to, to, to fight the battle here?
4: I mean, we're going to have to do as we did in 2013, and that is we're going to have to get people activated. We're going to have to show up in large numbers for Gun Owners Lobby Day uh, that we put on in January and February, we need to show up for committee hearings and rallies. And we have to start engaging with legislators no matter what side of the aisle they're on um, during their office hours, when they're having coffee chats in their local communities, when they're doing town hall meetings. Gun owners have to be at all of these, just like we were in 2013, and making it very clear, very loud and clear, what our stance is on these issues. That's how we won in 2013. We put they had the votes they had a huge majority uh, in both houses here in Minnesota and a DFL governor that would have signed any gun control bill. They didn't even get anything out of committee
1: yeah and, and it, so and this, that's this, what it, we've got to do absolutely and by the way, one of the opportunities that I think faces us here and one that the the Republican party on other issues, could not follow through on this past election, was thinking back to the, the last round of uh, attempts by the DFL to push through gun control legislation. I mean, one of the great stars for us that emerged around that time was Reverend Tim Christopher, who who basically took mm-hmm. and curb-stomped uh, Ryan Winkler, uh, not Ryan Winkler, the other guy from east side of St. Paul, whose name is not already a trivia question that I can't get. Uh, you know the guy I'm talking about. John Lesh. To. John Lesh, thank you very much. John Lesh. Yeah, and, yeah. and after the riots of 2020, when suddenly... Uh, Here in the Twin Cities especially, uh, urban minorities became the fastest-growing new crowd of gun owners. I I have to think reaching out to some of, I don't know, my neighbors in St. Paul who who got religion, as it were, in 2020 and 2021 is going to have to be a key part of, of the approach that all of us Second Amendment advocates have to take. Welcoming newbies to the fold here, Brian Strasser. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, part of what
4: we try to do at the caucus is to make sure that when we're testifying about these gun control bills or even pro-gun bills, that we put up the folks who are most at risk here. That's why we want Reverend Reverend Tim Christopher to be front and center in hearings. It's why we bring in Louis Denard from the African-American Heritage Gun Club. It's why we bring in victims of domestic violence. and those that have been in school shootings and other violent situations and have used firearms to defend themselves. This is who the committees need to hear from, Uh, not from, you know, Rob or I, you know, out there quoting statistics at them. That's not going to sway the the legislators.
1: And those stories are definitely out there. Uh, Brian Strasser, can we keep you for another segment? I want to talk about how people can get involved in the caucus here. That's obviously the important part, but uh, uh, just real quickly, let's do the needful. How can people find out more about the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus?
4: You can learn more about the Gun Owners Caucus uh, on our website, GunOwners.MN, or on Twitter at MN Gun Caucus, or on Facebook as Gun Owners MN. And, of course, we have our, uh, our annual banquet next weekend where you have a chance to come out, get to know us a little better, and have a chance to win some great firearms and other prizes.
1: And the prizes there, I can tell you from experience, are amazing. And Dave Hand playing around with that flamethrower is definitely uh, (laughs) proof of that. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about that when we come back. Now is definitely the time to get involved if you have not been before. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, the Patriot. I don't know what it's going to take to make it any clearer than a legislative session like the one upcoming. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
0: AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Don't get left out in the cold. Slow start to no start. Full-service battery has you covered this winter. From your SUV to your UTV, plow truck to snowmobile, Full Service Battery has the right product at the right price. They have batteries in stock, so stop by or look them up today at FullServiceBattery.com. Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Go to FullServiceBattery.com.
4: Stock market have you nervous with massive
0: fluctuations? With the impact of inflation, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text money to 813813 to find out how you can forecast market
4: trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text money to 813813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a trade. Text the word money to 813-813.
0: We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. This is Ted Cruz. Joe Biden is right now using the DOJ and the FBI to target his enemies, to storm President Trump's home, to harass parents and pro-life activists, and to target you. That's why I wrote my newest book, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Has Weaponized Our Legal System to arm you with the facts, to hold our government accountable. Read Justice Corrupted, the latest book from best-selling author Senator Ted Cruz, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later, keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
1: You're a hunter, you know the weather. I am twelve a. The Patriots, the station. If you're a hunter, you know the weather has a huge impact on game uh, game, movement. For example, foul weather is where you want to be hunting ducks. Deer they move with the barometer, and if you grew up in North Dakota, you know the depths of a howling blizzard is the time to be out there going after bison. Anyway, you can get the info you need before you hit the field uh, and get the query you want with the uh, Thursday morning wildlife forecast uh, courtesy of Stock and Barrel. Minnesota's premier Shooting Range with two locations in Chanhassen and my personal favorite, the Egan Range. 651-289-4488 uh, should you care to join us. Uh, We're talking with Brian Strasser, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Brian Strasser. Uh, So it's obviously go time for for Minnesota gun owners. I mean, we're facing the trifecta right now. I I like to think, I like to show a little bravado. I like to look at this the same way, say, the great Pappy Boyington uh, said it when he was inside a cloud with five enemy aircraft surrounding him. And he called us, like, yeah, I got him surrounded outside this cloud I'm in. I, I like to think that that's the way we can approach these things, but it is definitely go time. So. First of all, Brian Strasser, the rally, is that coming back? Are we going to be be taking it out to the Capitol Mall again in April?
4: We're going to be in the rotunda. Uh, It's going to be earlier in the session. The date is set. We will announce it at the banquet
1: excellent uh, next weekend be looking forward to that i've already got a, a pre-recorded show uh, arranged to take that day off i'll definitely be there with bells on bringing everyone i can to get there here so so what else we, we awesome. gun, gun owners lobby day is coming up. But tell us a little bit about that do we has that date been announced yet as well or is that coming up at the banquet That date
4: has been set we'll we'll announce the date uh, at the banquet as well so uh it's coming up we'll be announcing it in just you know we'll be a week from today right that's right um the lobby day, we're going to do the lobby day early in the session uh, because we need to make sure that legislators hear us before they get to drafting bills and starting to talk about what kind of restrictions that they're going to pursue this legislative session in the House and Senate uh, under DFL control. So lobby day is about, uh, you know, we, we uh, come in the morning uh, during the week because that's when the legislature is there and uh, we kind of get everybody briefed and then we send you off to meet with your legislators. And, uh, you know, you get a 10 or 15 minute opportunity to tell them directly your thoughts and have a conversation with them about legislation. It's a very impactful day. Last year, we had about 820 folks show up. I'm expecting quite a crowd this year, given what's going to be on the table.
1: Yeah, and, and it's always a great day for my, whoever my representative is in St. Paul to hide out someplace. They're, they're nowhere to be found. But <laughs> there's a, by the way, this is an important thing because there are a couple different currents. First of all, there are, a number of other, there are two gun rights groups here in the Twin Cities, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, and another one that has, a, let's just be diplomatic and say a very di- different approach, the notion of confronting with a great deal of uh, volume and peak uh, legislators that, uh, that, that may oppose you. And, and, and that's one of the things that, that the Minnesota Gunners Caucus has done a great job of trying to explain to people is that confronting people, there's a time and a place for it, but every time and place is not it. I mean, how if you want to get a jump start and start talking with your legislator, especially a legislator who may be one of the antis, uh, what's the best way to approach them, Brian Strasser?
4: Uh, pick up the phone and call them, and ask for a face-to-face meeting, yep. uh, even before the session starts. I, I think that you'll find, even if you, uh, even if you disagree, that you can have a conversation, and you can express your point of view, even if you know they're going to oppose you. I, I my look. I live in Ramsey County. My legislator is a DFLer. We do not. We don't see eye to eye. My representative, I should say, we don't see eye to eye on. On most gun issues, um, but we have a good relationship, a good productive working relationship. I don't feel like I need to yell and scream and call her names in order to get my point across. And I think that in 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 opposing her on rational policy grounds uh, gives me more influence with her than I would have otherwise.
1: Yeah, I, I, if you can remember the last time someone bullied, browbeat, and bludgeoned you into changing your mind on an issue that was near and dear to your heart, uh, by all means, let us know here. For most people, the last time that happened may have been, I don't know, basic training in one of the branches of the military. Other than that, it, it rarely happens, Brian Strasser. So uh, so, so let's, talk, uh, let's talk about some other opportunities for engagement that the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus uh, it, it allows here. I mean, there's if, if you want to become a volunteer, to to help push the needle on gun rights here in Minnesota. The Gun Owners Caucus has a lot of opportunities uh, Uh, year-round. What can people get involved in, Brian?
4: I mean, you can do just about anything as a volunteer. Uh, The the place to start is to get on our mailing list at gunowners.mn. But, look, we go to gun shows, community events. Uh, We have our events at the Capitol that we need volunteers for. Even events like the rally, we need folks to act as marshals. We need folks to deal with safety issues that come up. We need folks to help hand out literature and products, and uh, you know, deal with shirt orders and that kind of stuff. So there's always opportunity. Uh, you know, contact us and we'll help you find a way. You know, help help you find a way to put your skills to work and help the cause.
1: Yeah, and and I got to say, getting involved is one of those things that I've I've noticed. Conservatism, I, I, great. It's not a conservative group. We've got DFLers, we've got progressives in the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. We have people of all political stripes and no political stripe. But involvement in any sort of issue that's broadly considered right of center is frequently such a very solitary thing. You get you start to feel really a little isolated at times, like it's you against the whole mm-hmm. world. And being yeah. involved in a group like the caucus, not just at rallies, but even like places like game fair and the banquets and things like that are a great place to realize you're not alone out there there's other people involved and those other people are pretty darned awesome and that that makes the fight a whole lot easier to to sustain year in year out yeah and you don't have to you definitely don't you don't have to be an expert in the topic we can help teach you
4: um you do not have to you don't even have to volunteer to have an impact you you can talk to your representative and your senator and contact the governor and you can confront people and I mean confront them in a in a rational manner yep. when they're peddling bs I mean we Mitch you and I both saw the former mayor of Minneapolis this morning that's Archie right. Ryback that's right uh talking about how we need to finally ban automatic weapons that right. you know lead to hideous deaths and I'm like automatic weapons like what who are you gaslighting that's what right. you're
0: talking about <laughs>
1: Yeah, the, the that's the thing. With, on this issue, m- perhaps more than most, but uh, like so many issues on, on the other side of the aisle, let's just say, uh, so much depends on the ignorance or the perceived ignorance of the consumer. And if there's one thing we can say is that the consumer has gotten a lot less ignorant. I mean, gun rights is doing well in much of the country just because a fair chunk of the country has learned the facts and learned the truth. Not enough of them in this last election, clearly. And that's another whole subject is, is what the gun Otis caucus needs to do as we head towards another round of elections but well we have a little time to think about that we've got a battle right in front of us right now we got to fight so with about a minute remaining brian strasser if you if you can challenge second amendment advocates to do a couple things uh between now and the start of the session what would you like to see them doing
4: so a couple things if you haven't talked to your incoming representative and and senator whether it's the one you had before or you've got someone who is just elected, reach out to them, ask them if you could sit down and have a cup of coffee, meet with them and talk about the Second Amendment and why that issue matters to you, even if you know they're on board with you or they're opposed to you. Second, come to Gun Owners Lobby Day and the rally when we announce those for 2023. Make your voice uh, heard there. And get on our mailing list at gun underside MN.
1: That's the important part. Just make sure you're part of the mob that melts down the switchboards in the email server. Brian Strasser, as always, thank you. Let's do this again soon. Thanks, Mitch. Northern Appreciate Alliance it. Radio Network, AM twelve A, the Patriot. Go nowhere. We got things to be thankful for, and we're gonna talk about that next hour. Go nowhere.
5: Is your furnace being
3: a turkey? Gobble up these savings from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Save up to $1,500 on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. Ask about their 0% financing this holiday season. Did you know that Standard Heating also installs boilers? This month, save up to $1,000 on any boiler. That's two offers this month with savings of up to $1,500. Be sure to ask about installing a water heater with your purchase. Don't wait and be left out in the cold this winter. Be proactive and save some cold, hard cash. Call for your free estimate today. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned and operated business, is located right here in the Twin Cities. Visit standardheating.com to see their Black Friday specials. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call to schedule an appointment and mention the Patriot. That's standard heating for all your heating needs this winter. standardheating.com
6: Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. I've been thinking about all the good things I have in this life. A loving family, a great place to work, and a warm place to sleep. James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of Lights. Recently, I tried to count up all the good things I've been given. There are too many to count. I am so thankful for our loving Heavenly Father, who has unlimited resources to give good gifts to His children. The greatest of all these gifts is what was accomplished at the cross by the Lord Jesus Christ. God has an incredible, sacrificial love that he would send his only son to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. Eternal life, now that is a gift. I hope you are able to stop and ponder and thank God for all the good things he gives to each one of us. If you have any comments, you can email me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's lee at thekingdombuilders.com.